Coming today on Negotiate Your Best Life with Rebecca Zung. You do have to have this uh, a, a mindset of winning. If you don't believe that you're going to win, then you will definitely lose. I mean, you have to know 100%. In some ways, it's 100%. Like, you have to believe 100% that you're going to win before you walk in the room. So the big questions are these. How can we navigate and negotiate every situation in our lives, in our career, in our businesses, in our relationships, and even with ourselves for our own self-worth? In other words, what if you could win every time and have no losers? Let's face it, we're not negotiating just to buy a car or for a pay raise. We are negotiating for living in every aspect of our lives. How can we do that powerfully, successfully, and victoriously? Those are the questions, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Rebecca Song, and welcome to the time where you negotiate your best life. Welcome to another episode of Negotiate Your Best Life. I'm Rebecca Zung, and today's episode is all about how to have psychological tricks to win any negotiation, um, especially against narcissists. And I am especially since I've been a lawyer for a long time and I have lectured around the country on negotiation and, you know, I've even been the keynote speaker for the American Bar Association and, um, but it really wasn't until I myself had been dealing with narcissists and in my personal life and I was... Um, you know, a, I had been dealing with, um, you know, a narcissist in a business setting and a narcissist in, um, in my husband, my, my family that, um, I really started to realize that, um, you know, what a narcissist was like a few years ago. And um, that's when I really started delving into learning about narcissism and, um, and that's when I really started um, learning about how I could actually apply what I was learning about negotiation, I mean, about narcissism to what I already knew about negotiation. And that's when I really started seeing movement in my cases. And that's when I came up with the slay methodology and... Um, I'm actually going to talk more about that here in a minute, but, um, you know, for those of you who are out there dealing with narcissists on your own and, um, you know, I definitely, uh, encourage you to come and join my, um, my, my, my community, uh, you know, either my Facebook group, Narcissist Negotiators with Rebecca Zong, or through my my clubs because at joinslay.com forward slash club, because, you know, you really don't want to be out there trying to, um, deal with this on your own because, you know, narcissists are, you know, they try to make you think you're crazy. And which is why I wanted to do this episode today, 
on psychological tricks to win any negotiation because I think that, um, you know, the psychological aspect of it is so, so important. Um, and, you know, I always say that, um, you know, especially the the mindset aspect of 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 uh, winning a negotiation. You know, I used to say fifty percent of winning a negotiation is, um, you know, you know, uh, of um, is you know, of of winning a negotiation is is uh, is fifty percent of it is winning. But you know, um, I actually interviewed Bob Proctor one time, and he was like, "No, it's ninety nine percent is winning." Um, and and in in a lot of ways, it is ninety nine percent. You know, because you do have to have this uh, a, a mindset of winning. If you don't believe that you're going to win, then you will definitely lose. I mean, you have to know 100%. In some ways, it's 100%. Like you have to believe 100% that you're going to win before you walk in the room, before you can even um, like um, get, get going. And then the rest of it will fall into place, right? So what I'm going to give you today are six tricks to win any negotiation, especially against narcissists. But, you know, these are these are actually great tricks for any negotiation. Um, but they, they will especially work also against narcissists. So, um, so that's what we're going to go over today. All right, so number one is walk in with total confidence. I mean, walk in with that air of total confidence. Walk in with, I'm here to win. I'm here to win. Use your body language, your head held high. You are wearing something that says, you know, a million bucks that you feel confident in. You know, there's actually a whole lot of psychological research on how what you wear affects your psyche. So make sure that you wear something that makes you feel totally confident, makes you feel like a million bucks. Um, you know, for a guy, maybe it's a power suit. Uh, for a woman, you know, something that makes you feel like super confident, um, you know, something that fits well, um, not something schlumpy, you're not wearing, um, you know, yoga pants or, you know, something like, like that you slept in, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and, you know, you are going to use their name, hello, you stick your hand out, you shake their hand, you know, maybe you're even like willing to negotiate at their place. Like that's a power move. Like I don't even need my home turf. I'm good, you know. And by the way, colors matter too. Colors can matter too. Um, you know, uh, if you want to have like trust, you want them to trust you. Um, blues and greens are, are good colors for that. 
Um, red can sometimes signal like alarm, like uh, emergency. So, you know, I know women sometimes like to wear red, but red is not always the best color. Um, so, you know, black is sometimes good, but sometimes not, you know, so, um, you know, and by the way, I do have a whole video on my, on, on YouTube, uh, on clothing color. Um, you can definitely check out a video on my YouTube on that. And if you haven't subscribed to my YouTube channel, what are you waiting for? Definitely go check out my YouTube channel and subscribe to that. Um, all right. So that's, um, number one. Number two is definitely know your opponent's weaknesses before you even walk into the negotiation room. Um, you, you want to, um, of course you want to know your side. Everybody knows that you want to negotiate your own side of things. You want to research your whole side of things. You want to make sure you've researched, you know, um, and, and, and prepared for your side of things. But people forget that they should also have researched their own side of things. I mean, the, the other side, as if they are that person. And, and, you know, I think a lot of times with narcissists on the other side too, um, you get so caught up in the defensive. Um, you're just so like constantly barraged that you even sometimes forget to be on the offensive for yourself. Um, so, you know, but a real power move, a real power move is to go in and address their arguments before they even make them and then shoot them down. So here's what I mean by that. You go in and you say, hey, um, I know that you are probably going to say this. And here's why your argument doesn't carry weight. Um, something like that. Um, so like, in other words, not only do you know your opponent's weaknesses before you walk into the negotiation room, but you are going to address their arguments before they even make them. And then you are going to shoot them down before they even have a chance to speak them. That is such a psychological trick against them. So now you've not only walked in with total confidence, you've used that super strong body language. You've walked in looking like a million bucks. You used your, their name. You've been, you know, walking in with the power move. You've know their weaknesses. Now you've brought up their arguments before you even, they, had, they even had a chance to, to make them and you've shot them down. Wow. Like, okay. Psychological tricks, like, and I, that's just number one and two, and we still have four to go. Okay. So pretty good, right? 
Coming up, more on Negotiate Your Best Life with Rebecca Zung. You're going to um, see how they are and you're going to be like them. Because when you can do that, then people feel more comfortable with you and it disarms them. When it comes to the safety of a child in a divorce case involving alcohol abuse, there is no compromise. Take back power, strength, and truth from the narcissist in your life with documented proof of sobriety. Soberlink's alcohol monitoring system is the most convenient, reliable, and reasonable way for a parent to provide evidence that they're not drinking when a child's safety is at risk. Soberlink's real-time alerts make it easy to negotiate with any party. Judges rest assured that the child is safe. Attorneys get court admissible evidence of sobriety and both parents have empowerment and peace of mind. I created this community to provide support for divorced moms like me, which is why I partnered with Soberlink to create the resource Tips for Negotiating with a Narcissist. To download the guide and get $50 off your Soberlink device, visit www.soberlink.com forward slash negotiate. Are you struggling with how to negotiate and win? Maybe you're dealing with a personality that's particularly challenging like a narcissist or other high conflict personality and you're feeling powerless, make sure to download my free Win My Negotiation Cheat Sheet at www.winmynegotiation.com. Take a listen to our archive where you can listen to more episodes that show you the path to how to negotiate your best life. You have to kind of like understand that in, in order to get out of a relationship with a narcissist, you're going to have to assert yourself when needed. And that's going to feel like you're being aggressive, but you're really just being assertive. And now we return to today's show. Okay. So number three, number three is be completely and totally unflappable no matter what. No matter what. And you know who's a really good example of this on television is Logan Roy on Succession. If you've ever watched that show, um, he's the father figure on that television show who's like the Rupert Murdoch character. He's like based on that, that guy on Rupert Murdoch. He just, you cannot get him to be, you know, triggered. His son, like Kendall, he just is constantly, you know, he, he, he'll even like get great arguments against the dad. He pulls the rug out from the dad, you know, whatever. Uh, gets super emotional. Logan can lose his temper sometimes, but it's like even when he does, you get the sense that it's 
kind of planned in a way, you know, like he does it just, you know, to get people to be motivated to do things. Um, So, um, you know, so when you're, you want to make sure that especially when the other side is present, especially when the other side is present, you are completely and totally unflappable no matter what, no matter what. You know, you don't want them to ever see that you are triggered. Um, You know, there was an old commercial that had a tagline, never let them see you sweat. That is exactly what you're doing. You are never letting them see you sweat. So you're going to be completely and totally unflappable no matter what. Okay, so that's number three. Number four is you're going to read the other person's emotions and you're going to mirror them. So you're going to... um, uh, This is kind of like a psychological trick too because you're going to um, see how they are and you're going to be like them. Because when you can do that, then people feel more comfortable with you and it disarms them. So, you know, rather than being like against them, then people feel more comfortable. Um, So you're kind of sympathizing with them, you're empathizing with them, you are, um, you're reading how they're feeling, you are... um, you're, you're getting with them. You're getting in sync with them. So you are mirroring how they are feeling. So if they're feeling sad, you are, you're feeling like, yeah, I feel that. I feel you. I feel your pain. I see how you're, you're, you know, this is, um, affecting you. Um, you know, I, I don't, I, I can see that this is um, hurtful to you. I can see that this is heavy for you. I can see that this is deep for you or something like that. Like you want to let them know that you are seeing them, feeling them, hearing them because people, all people want to feel seen, heard and know that they matter. All people want to feel seen and understood That is a a part of the human experience. Every single human on the planet wants to feel that way. Um, I talked about that in my book, Negotiate Like You Matter. That's why I I called the book that. Um, Matter is actually the acronym for how you negotiate, but that's why I called the book that. And so, and all people want to get something out of the negotiation. Nobody's going to settle for their worst day. So when you are reading the other person's emotions and you are mirroring them, it's a psychological trick to win the negotiation because you are actually giving them something of what they want. You're giving them that feeling of being seen, heard, and understood. You're giving them that feeling that, and especially with narcissists, by the way, 
I mean, narcissists need it more than ever. They need it more than anyone. I mean, they they need to be the only one that's seen and heard more than anyone else, um, especially that adulation, especially, especially if you can be like, oh, you know, you're so good at this and you're so great and you're so wonderful and you're so this and that, whatever. I mean, so... Um, so that's number four. Um, number five is to use my sleigh approach. Um, and this is where we go to strategy and leverage and anticipating and focus on, on you. So make sure that you are thinking about that throughout the entire process. You know, when have you, have you created a strategy? Have you... Do you have a vision? Do you have, um, you know, a uh, an approach on how you're going to get to that vision? Um, do you have a step-by-step approach on how you're going to get there? Um, have you analyzed your research? Have you figured out when you, you know, have you created your leverage, which is the L? Have you... Um, have you figured out when and where you're going to use your leverage? Because remember, you don't just whip it around. You have to have a strategy for when you're going to, you know, use this leverage. And it's especially important when you're dealing with narcissists. I mean, you you need to spring it on them at a certain time. They have to, you have to build that invisible fence around them and then just kind of spring it on them when they feel motivated and squeezed and incentivized. Um, and that's the only time you use that leverage. Uh, and then A is anticipate and, and B, two steps ahead of that narcissist. And then Y is focusing on you, your case and your position. And I always say that, you know, the best football teams, if all they have is a good defense, then no one's scoring any points. So you have to have a really, really good offense as well. Of course, you need to have a good defense, but you also have to have a really, really good offense. So, you know, making sure you're using my sleigh approach as well. Um, So that's number five. And um, number six is always be ready to walk away. And, um, you know, I always think of the old Kenny Rogers song, but it was a great song. You know, no one to hold him, no one to fold him, no one to walk away and no one to run. And, you know, by being always ready to walk away, you're, you know, You just always have that ability to never be so tied to the negotiation that you're not thinking clearly. So, but on the other hand, you don't want to be so like, um, you know, take it or leave it. You know, you never want to be that. Um, But you do want to make sure that you're always ready to um, not, you know, to walk away. In other words, you just don't want to be so, so emotionally tied and emotionally triggered that, um, that this, um, other person has you so, um, over a barrel 
that you just don't feel like you have any other choices but to stay involved in this conversation, like that they have so much leverage over you. I mean, I always say that the person who has, you know, more reason to stay has less leverage, right? Um, So, so, you know, you always want to be at least ready to walk away, or at least have the other person feel like you're the one who's more ready to walk away than the other person. So, um, so you know, you want to you, you want to be ready to walk away. Um, so, you know, just to summarize again, uh, you walk in with total confidence, you use that body language, you use their name, um, <clears throat> you're even willing to negotiate at their place if, um, if, if they, if they want it, you know, if you want to do that. I mean, home field advantage is a thing, but, you know, if you want to have a superpower move, you can say, Hey, I'd, I'll be willing to go to your place if that's what you want. Um, uh, number two, know your opponent's weaknesses before you enter the negotiation room, maybe even address their arguments before they make them and then shoot them down immediately. Number three, be totally and completely unflappable no matter what. Don't allow them to trigger you. You just stay completely unemotional. Um, And number three, Read the other person's emotions and mirror them. Number four, use my sleigh approach, which is strategy. Have a super strong strategy. Create invincible leverage. Anticipate what the other person is going to do and be two steps ahead of them. Focus on you, your case, and your position. And number six, always be ready to walk away like Kenny Rogers, the gambler, right? So those are the psychological tricks to win any negotiation. You want to just make sure that you are ready to ethically manipulate the manipulator I had a client recently tell me, I don't want to be aggressive. If you say that kind of thing and you're dealing with a narcissist, you will most assuredly lose because that is what they want you to think. Just going after what's fair is not being aggressive. It is going after what's fair. And when you're dealing with a narcissist, you're going to have to do something that's going to feel a little bit uncomfortable. And um, that that's the kind of thing that is going to feel uncomfortable for you. So go ahead, do what you need to do. Go, uh, you know, move forward, step forward, you know, never give up, never give in, never give, give up, you know, especially when it comes to narcissists, because, you know, everything you want is on the other side of that. And as soon as you start to move forward, walk forward, 
Um, and you know, this, there's this myth that you can never negotiate with narcissists. That's not true. They are way more afraid of you than you are of them. I promise you that they're so afraid you're going to figure that out. Um, and once you get on the other side of that, your life is so much better. And once you conquer them, you will realize that, um, you are so much stronger than you think that you are. So, um, Thanks for listening. Remember that today is a great day to start negotiating your best life. And I will definitely see you guys or um, catch you guys in the next episode of Negotiate Your Best Life. Remember, today's a great day to slay. Thank you so much. Thanks for stopping by and listening to this episode of Negotiate Your Best Life. I'm Rebecca Zung. Check back next Monday for more inspirational pearls of wisdom. And if you enjoyed today's podcast, I'd love if you would give it a five-star rating and tell me what you liked in a review on iTunes. Also, be sure to grab your winning negotiation cheat sheet at winmynegotiation.com. And remember, today is a perfect day to start negotiating your best life.